All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 6th of December. Here's everything that you need to know at the start of your day. The top story overnight comes from the US, where data shows that job openings fell to a two and a half year low in October. The data points that I am talking about is from the Labor Department's Job Openings and Labor Turnover Survey, which was released yesterday. It showed that there were 1.34 vacancies for every unemployed person in October, the lowest since August of 2021 and down from 1.47 in September. The result of that is that the rally in bonds continued, pushing Treasury yields even lower. The 10-year Treasury yield fell to 4.18%, falling below the 4.2% mark for the first time since early September. This is another instance of bad news being good news. It reinforces the expectations that are building of a cut in interest rates by the Fed. But labor data that will come out later in the week is going to be more keenly watched, of course. A decline in bond yields usually results in a risk-on rally globally. And one risk asset that has been on quite a bit of a tear recently is Bitcoin. The price of the largest cryptocurrency rose as much as 5% in morning trade, but was above the 44,000 mark overnight. Turning to news from back home, the Central Bureau of Investigation has carried out searches in 13 locations in connection with an IMPS glitch that was reported by Yuko Bank. It has also filed an FIR in this regard. The searches were conducted across the premises of accused and some other bank officials at several locations in West Bengal and Karnataka, including Kolkata and Mangalore. This is days after Yuko Bank reported an IMPS glitch resulting in several individuals wrongly receiving 822 crore rupees. And due to several problems between November 10th and 13th, the bank put its IMPS channel offline. Now, Kandra Bank is looking to raise as much as 3,500 crore rupees via the issue of additional tier one bonds. That's based on source-based information picked up by BQ Prime. For the issue, the 81 bonds have a face value of one crore each. And the issue size is 1,000 crore rupees with a green shoe option of 2,500 crore rupees. The bidding will open on Thursday. By the way, speaking of banks, Finance Minister Nirmala Sitharman has told the Sabha that Indian banks' gross and net non-performing assets are coming down and profit margins are going up. She said that the net NPA as a percentage was the highest during 2017 and 18 at 5.94% for scheduled commercial banks and 7.97% for public sector banks and has come down to 095 and 1.24% respectively in 2022-23. Indeed, the mood sh- seems to be shifting on the street as well with regard to these banks and the public sector bank index just by itself is up over 5% so far this week. Now turning to international markets, US stocks ended yesterday's session mixed. The Dow dropped 0.2% and the S&P 500 ended flat. The Nasdaq gained 0.3%. And we've got a positive start in the Asia-Pacific region with all three early risers gaining at the start. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Neeraj, how's it looking today? 
Good morning, Alex. Well, it's an interesting morning of trade simply because it's now coming at a point of time when we've put in a strong rally behind us with the global markets not performing. And we have this global tailwind of lower yields. So suffice to say that under normal circumstances, I would have said this is a big shot in the arm. Can this continue? remains to be seen um, because the yields have come off. But remember, there is a consistent trend of gap ups in the past five sessions and the return of FPIs is very likely to aid large cap moves. So, you know, technically there's a bit of a gap up uh, pattern. There's a return of foreign portfolio investors, but sideways moves are not ruled out after a rally and week. Uh, generally weak global markets. Adani stocks have had the highlight move, but I think chemicals and cap goods come into focus yet again upon my conversations with dealing rooms and experts. Uh, so a lot of things to keep in mind. Uh, in terms of stocks to watch, you know, yesterday I was looking at the delivery movers. So the Adani group obviously stands out. All of these stocks have big price movements on very high delivery volumes as well relative to the uh, one month average, but you would expect that to be natural considering the fact that the actual traded volumes too were very, very high. So in some sense, even if you discount that, that there's delivery based buying in the Adani, Adani Group stocks, in Adani Energy Solutions in particular, it was a very high number. So to watch out for that, but Avas Finances, Rallis, CESC, ABB, some pretty strong delivery based buying that we've seen. In terms of stocks in news, uh, I think there is... Uh, Clutch of banks in focus today, so watch out for them. Um, Yuko Bank, for example, or Bank of India, which has opened its QIP at a floor price of 105. Uh, there is um, some strong buying from promoters that has happened in stocks like Tidewater, Uttam Sugar, and a few others, as well as some institutional money that has come into uh, stocks uh, that saw bulk deals yesterday, Swan Energy, uh, as well as Sridham Properties. Ganesh Benzoplast, there's an allotment of 17 lakh shares at 160 on preferential basis to Malabar India Fund that is run by Sumit Nagar. A smart banker, watch out for that as well. Or smart investor, watch out for that as well. So that could be interesting. Uh, CLS has downgraded autos after the big moves that have happened thus far. Let's see if there is a further impact on autos because remember, two-wheelers yesterday were a bit soft. So that's to be kept uh, in mind as well. Somani Ceramics has a buyback. Uh, Power Grid, uh, yesterday a block happened, plus there are the bidders. So, you know, interesting names out there uh, in the session and in trade today, rather, excuse me. And uh, lastly, some brokerage calls that have uh, stood out uh, in, in, in today's session. Uh, port data volume has been very, very strong, so watch out for that. Asian Paints has had a meeting with brokerages wherein they have spoken about how a reiterating double-digit volume growth expectations for the second half of FI24, so that should augur well. Maybe some of these stocks react too. Well, so that's the long and short of uh, what to watch out for today, at least as of now. With this, it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.